Oh, good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to Be With Me, episode 96. We're in a story about Jesus and a paralytic man, but we're going to actually almost like ignore the paralytic man for a while because the title of today is that friends sometimes remove roofs. And this is a story about the faith of a man and really the man's friends. This is just an incredible story. This is from Mark chapter 2. Let me just read. I'm going to read half of it today because we can't get to the second half, which has to deal with sin and healing. And But the first half has a lot to do with friendship. Listen in here. And when he returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home. And many were gathered together so that there was no more room, not even at the door. And he was preaching the word to them. And they came, bringing him a paralytic carried by four men. And when they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him. And when they had made an opening, they let down the bed on which the paralytic lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. So Jesus has been, uh, he made his hometown Capernaum. And here Capernaum is actually referred to as his home. So where is Jesus' home? It's in Capernaum. He had been preaching in other towns in Galilee. He returns home, verse 1, he returns home after a number of days they report him being honed, and then instantly he's mobbed again, and many were gathered together. And there was so much, so he's indoors, and there's no room, not even at the door. So people are pouring out the doors, and again, he's you know, sacrificially preaching to them. But here's the interesting thing that I never really caught, unless you do a chronological study of the Bible, is Jesus has already healed everybody in Capernaum. So that means that they, this paralytic guy is not from Capernaum. <clears throat> so these four friends didn't like just drag this guy down the street and put him through the roof. They, they dragged him from afar, from another town, from far away. So these faith friends that we're going to talk about today uh, kind of go the, way the extra mile. So there's a way the extra mile before we even get to the story. It says, when and they came. Well, that means they came from somewhere. I never really caught that before. And then they bring him locally to where Jesus is and do the, do the roof thing, which is all great. But I think there's a lot of the story that happens beforehand because imagine being the paralytic in the first century. Are there wheelchairs then? then? You know, with neato, neat bicycle tires and are there wheelchair ramps? Are there good bowel programs? Are, is there a, a good decubitus prevention program? I mean, it must have been very, very difficult. So this task that these four guys, it tells us how many there were, is intimate and manual, and you, you need a group. We, we did one time <laughs> in Sunday school, we did this lesson, and we pretended someone was a paralytic, and I brought stuff from uh, my garage. I brought ropes and sheets and just various stuff I found in the basement. And I brought this and I said, okay, let's lower a person one story down, you know, roof height down to the, to the ground. And that person can't help and can't, you know, hold. And, 
And so this here's here's the teaching point about it was dangerous. It was so dangerous that some people in the class refused even to participate because they thought we were going to kill the poor person that was pretending to be our paralytic. We, they thought they were going to paralyze the non-paralytic and make them into a paralyzed person. But the, the point was, it was very difficult to, to move this person around like a sack of potatoes, even though they were a, a, we picked the smallest person in the class because who wants to carry a heavy person? Okay, so they come from afar. They bring him a paralytic. There's four guys. And then here, then they do problem solving and they could not get near him. This is Jesus' fault. He was too successful. People are all packed in because of the crowd. So then they have to problem solve. And then they remove the roof. Now get this. This is not their town. This is not their house. And they remove the roof from a house that they don't know. So this is probably uh, Peter's house or Peter's mother's mother-in-law's house. Peter and Andrew's house that I I think that Jesus is staying. It doesn't specifically say. But anyway, it's not these guys' house. That's the point. So they removed the roof above him, and when they had made an opening, they let down the bed on which the paralytic lay. So they have some sort of a structure, a bed they call it. And these faith friends really go the extra mile. They, They get him there. They bring him locally. They remove the roof. And you might say, I want friends like this. Well, of course you do. Well, how do you get friends like this? Well, the the short answer is you be a friend like this. You need a group. And some things you need a community, a a church, where you have a shared purpose that's bigger than a person. Like one person couldn't have done this. That's what I learned when we did this as a Sunday school lesson, is you needed a whole group of people to barely pull this off. so you need to do life together, community. I think this is a this is a lesson about pro community. You know who's jo- who's a joy to see, who's joyful to see you, and the other side of that is who are you joyful to see. Ah, so I just love how these guys go out of the box. And why were these? And here's the question I was wondering today: is why are these guys such good friends with this paralytic guy? Probably because he was a good friend to them. Um, and then Jesus turns it all in his ear and, and, and sees their faith and says, your sins are forgiven. We'll talk about that uh, tomorrow. Please come back. But here's my final landing point. Who needs us now? Who needs you now? Who needs your faith? Who needs your hands? Who needs your friendship? Who needs you to knock down a few things and knock a roof down? Who needs you to sing over them? The key, I think, is to put yourself in the path of service. Be that carry guy. Be that counsel guy. Be a person that can work together. Don't miss out on this. This is my fear is that, you know, this requires some some work here. You know, find a person that can never repay you. Find a person that poops in their pants is how you've, that's how you know you're doing service. So the, the image I want to leave, leave with you today is that friends remove roofs for roofs, for other people, for people that they serve. Let's be that person. Thank you for listening. Go remove a roof today.